are about to enter the mind of one Philip Krauss Jr., both a self-proclaimed and a professionally proclaimed sufferer of mental illness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Going Mental. This is episode two of uh, the Mental Health Podcast, where we are chronicling my journey into therapy and my anxiety and depression, uh, Tourette's, panic attacks, and suicide. Um, with me today is my best friend in the whole wide world, Mr. Stephen Moore. Say hello, Stephen. Hello, people. How are you guys doing today? Please, intro, intro, give yourself a little bit of an introduction. Well, I'm Steven, you know. I've been friends with PJ for uh, eight years. Might be longer. Than that, thir- since third grade. So, a good bit. I'm 23 now, so yeah. Yeah, so like, a good how, how old were we in third grade? You know my memory is just as bad as you. Uh, I, I think we could have a competition about that, about whose memory is worse. I might win. You sure? Yeah. But, you know, we've been friends for a long time and everything. I've been with him. He's been with me from thick and thin. So, like family. Steven's basically my brother, and he's a massive support uh, for for all the bullshit that I'm going through. And uh, Steven's also been through his own bullshit. Yes, I have. We get each other. Um, One of the things I like to talk about is actually now I know Mm -hmm. um, what one of my diagnoses is. I've never been actually diagnosed before. I've just been dealing with this uh, stuff for... Quite a while. Yeah. Um, so my major diagnosis is major uh, uh, depressive disorder. Right. So MDP. Yeah. MDP. Yeah. Or MDD. Major depressive disorder. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which uh, I have a little, like definition. Also known as simply as depression is a mental disorder characterized at least two weeks of low mood that is. Uh, present across most situations, it is often accompanied by low self-esteem, lots of interest in normal, enjoyable activities, low energy, and pain without a clear cause. People may also occasionally have false beliefs or see or hear things that others cannot. I, do. I don't have that. Um, some people have periods of depression separated by years in which they are normal, while others nearly always have symptoms present. Uh, that kind of characterizes me because I can go a good while without seeming depressed. True, and then um, just and then just hits, and you're depressed. Yeah. Um, major depressive disorder can negatively affect a person's personal work or school life, as well as sleeping, eating habits, and general health. Of course. True. Um, which of course mine has affected my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, once it's affected my school life, I graduated high school. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it kind of did in high school, I guess. It was a panic attack. So. Yeah. True. Yeah, but that, that wasn't, I guess, so much depression as just it was anxiety and pain. And yeah, you were just... But, but they're all linked, you know. True. They're all linked together. Um, you was a teenager, you was moody and everything. I would be quiet. Uh, back the mic up just a little bit, actually. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, yeah, moody teenager and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, which is a surprise, because I smoked a lot of pot when I was a teenager. <laughs> True. Um... Uh, but yeah, like just the effect of having all that in high school, uh, I would say it probably affected me a little bit in school. Um, eating habits, uh, have you lost your appetite at all? No, I, the only time I've ever really lost my appetite during something that involves this is when they were first trying to diagnose me with Tourette's and Uh I didn't really know. Yeah. And they diagnosed me with, uh, I think ADD and they put me on Adderall and it made me not want to eat at all. Wow. I lost like... 
So much weight? A lot of weight in a week, like way too much. Like somewhere to, from like 18 to 20 pounds. Some shit like so that. you became an anorexic, kind of? Uh, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, I just didn't want to eat. Mm. Like My appetite was just gone. Did not want to eat. Jeez. Yeah. So that's the only time I've ever had to deal with that. But that was just because of medication. It wasn't because of... Uh, wasn't because of uh, the disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, eating habits and, uh, of course, general health. I mean, I've been in and out of you know, doctors and stuff like that. True, true. But I mean, like, general health, like, I don't, I, like I don't have... I guess fatigue, I guess, can be but, part of general health. Fatigue, I got... When I, when I get depressed, I'm very, like, tired and groggy and don't want I mean, anything. Yeah, you do get depressed. When you do get depressed and everything, you do get tired and you don't want to do anything. You yeah. really want to keep it yourself and everything. So, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Which, uh, when I was in Crossbridge, isolation is actually a type of coping mechanism, which mm -hmm. is something you wanted to bring up um, during this. Uh, yes, yes. types of coping mechanisms. Uh, and what I learned is... It can be a good coping mechanism if you do it the right way. Mm -hmm. Like if if you're if you have social anxiety, you just need to get away for a while. Yeah. And like you just you just go in your room, you stay there for a little bit, not like all day or a week or don't, something like yeah, that. Don't yeah, don't just disappear. Uh, everything in moderation is my philosophy. Everything in moderation that includes coping disorders. Uh, I mean, I mean coping skills. Sorry, mm -hmm. not disorders. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything in moderation. So mm -hmm. you can take like an hour to watch TV or something or play video games mm -hmm. or do whatever it is you do by yourself in your room, mm -hmm. but don't spend like a whole week there isolating yourself from the world. That's where it starts getting in, into negative effects. Of yeah. Coping skills. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. Like there are a lot of coping skills that we learn like, hey, okay, well, these may be bad, like drinking, like bad coping skill. If you have a couple, like one or two beers, kind of calm down, social mm -hmm. anxiety, okay, that's fine. If you start getting into alcoholism. Yeah, don't bad, drink everything a day. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, bad, bad coping skill. Mm -hmm. um, but you, any, 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 that you, any coping skills that you can think of that, that have helped have helped you or just or would it be bad or good hope coping skills all right the ones i can think of when i went to therapy was basically um you know taking like you said taking time for myself and all but one thing that helped me i wouldn't know if there's a coping still for say but was communicating with the other party because you know i have issues with my family they yeah. uh, communicating with your family yeah yeah Issues with my family and everything, you know, like communicating. Yeah. Hey, like when you do this, like my therapist actually told me, hey, if you can't say it right down, which I did one time, it's like, hey, when you say this or when you do this, this pissed me off. Yeah. So can you not please do this or do something else about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It works for you, but it doesn't work for when the other party is like. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. That, so, see, yeah, that, that's uh, so good. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, another one of the things with negative coping skills is, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, venting to somebody mm -hmm. or talking it out with somebody is a coping skill, but if the other party isn't responsive, it can turn into a negative. Yes. And that's when... That, that's when, if it's... I want to say I want to say certain people, but even though it's your family, mm -hmm. um, that you need to kind of distance yourself from those people. You this know is true, saying? and that's kind of what you—that's what I've been doing. Been distancing doing. myself. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, so that's a, that's a coping skills communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of mine, oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, we're going to say Go that. ahead. No, no. One of my big ones is now, like, if I'm if I think I'm about to have a panic attack or anything like that, mm-hmm. so I will just, I'll go, I'll go be alone by myself and just listen to music that I really like. I'll listen yeah, to Deer Hunter, I'll uh-huh. listen to Me and That Man, I'll listen to, uh, you know, uh, Jimi Hendrix and mm-hmm. Stones, you know, whoever. Yeah. I'll listen to whoever uh, I listen to at the time. Um, and that just kind of calms me down for a bit. And music, d- yeah, music does have that effect and everything. Yeah, and, and there's like musical therapy. Birds, yeah, <laughs> birds outside. I, I may have picked up on the mics over there. Probably, maybe. Um, but yeah, we have birds outside. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my personal coping skills that really helps me out. What about you, do you have any? Um, no one. I will, Rusty, don't mess with the mic. Another one I can say would be. Um, I know it was a big poetry kind of guy, but doing poetry or actually writing stuff down, or just writing journals and stuff like that. You used to write yeah, a bit of poetry. Though. I did, and that helped out a lot, you know, getting yeah. my feelings out there and stuff like that. I was just coming up with something funny, get my yeah. mind off of things. Yeah. But do, you yeah. Have, do you have any of your old poetry? I used to on my old computer, but I got a new one, so no. I don't, don't have any of it written down? No. I would love for you to come back on and read some of it. Read one I could always one do one. Would you? Would you just do one to... Yeah, I would do one next time I come back home. Make a little poetry thing of whatever's bothering you, <laughs> like that week or whatever, and and we'll, we'll next time we get get you on the podcast, we'll have you read that we out. We do. I think that'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, any other any other coping skills uh, that, uh, that you can think of that you want to really discuss? I'm trying to think. Um, negative, negative or otherwise? Negative. Negative, positive. <laughs> You already hit on some of the major negative ones yeah. already. Um, well, here, I have one. Mm-hmm. This will fall into something else. that uh, uh, I used to be a cutter. Yes. Um, and, of course, one of the ways I tried to kill myself uh, mm-hmm. during uh, when I tried to commit suicide uh, last Sunday? I think two Sunday, weeks ago. Two weeks ago, so Sunday before last. Yeah. Um I uh, I slit my wrist open mm-hmm. and I took a bunch of uh, Norco's. That was my attempted suicide. Oh shit! Sorry, hit the microphone. Sorry about that. But yeah, that was my attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Trying to get more comfortable in this chair. <laughs> I know how you feel. Um, but yeah, uh, when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, going through that really bad depression where I was having suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. never acted on it. I did cut and like it wasn't like it wasn't like on my forearm where everybody could mm-hmm. see. It wasn't like a showy thing. It was like. Uh, where like my sleeves were covered mm-hmm. up and like you don't want even, people to know even so on, you hide yeah, yeah I was hiding it it's like I wasn't doing it for attention it was I don't know what it was for it was it was a way to release you feel release some or kind something of, like that. yeah to release some kind of emotion or feeling mm-hmm. or something like that just because I was so like this, this sounds like a fucking emo song but I was empty inside <laughs> <laughs> no um yeah but I used to be a cutter mm-hmm. um and that's uh Definitely a negative coping skill because I mean you're hurting yourself mm-hmm. and you know you're bleeding and it, it hurts to do. But yeah, but you feel something at least. Yeah, at least you feel something. That that was my thought process. Don't do it. No, don't yeah, do it. Don't do it. Like it's a coping skill, but it's a negative one. Bad. Yes. Don't do it. Um, we can't make that clear enough. Um, uh, and also, you were the first person that I like had ever told about uh, cutting thing. Yeah, being a cutter. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I remember like we were walking around your old neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I know you. You never heard you live in now, actually. Yep. Still one I live in. Yeah. Yep. We were walking around like we would usually do. We do a skate around or uh-huh. just walk around the neighborhood, bullshit, um, listen to music, and uh, we just kind of sat down. It was like ten o'clock at night or something like that. We sat down. We were just talking. This, we were just shooting the shit. Yeah. Just. Yeah. And for some reason, I just felt like ah, this, this is my best friend. I could probably bring this up to him because I know. Was this before or after you got out of the military? trying to think actually i think it was after i got yeah out of the it, it was it was i remember why yeah um it's after you got out of the military and i told you that i was a cutter and you were like well I, you, you were saying like you experienced like similar yeah hurting yourself mm-hmm. uh by just like slamming your knuckles into the uh yeah because concrete, I, right? yeah and when i was in the military right now i would go through some rough times and everything and mainly deal with people pissing me off and which is Brings up one of my, another one of my pet peeves, which is I hate people who lie to me. Yeah, yeah. I can't, not, you know. But anyway, it irritates the shit. Out yeah, of I was told I got injured, so I was told, hey, if you go do this and you go heal yourself and everything, you'll be able to go back and to the point that you left off at, which was, yeah. hey, I only had a week left or two weeks left, yeah, and, and I could you, graduate, and you got injured. Yeah, and I got injured. Then once I healed myself. They put me all the way back at the beginning. Yeah, they they, they lied to you yeah. that you could start where you left off, mm-hmm. but in the end, you just started over. Yes, and I'm yeah. like, that was bullshit, and when I felt how my body was, I knew I was not going to be able to do that, all that bullshit all over again. I'm like, yeah. no, so, you know, I went through depression there. I thought about what would be the correct way to get out of this situation, run away. I'm like, no, I can't do it because I'm not a, I, I like to finish where I start, so I can't just give up in the middle. Yeah. To you, I'm like, well, the only thing I can do is fucking um, kill myself, suicide, yeah. something like that. If I run away, I still got to deal with them one way or another because yeah. they just go find me. So the yeah. only way I could think about it was, oh, I just kill myself. And I mean, I had M16. And then I no one can find me. No, I'll be free, you know. So, you know, I had a... You have plenty of access to weapons. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'll just do it then. I didn't, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Thank, yeah, thank, thankfully, yes. Yeah. Um, thankfully, neither of us. Uh, yeah, succeeded. Succeeded. But yeah, so me and you have both been through that type mm-hmm. of shit. Uh, and uh, and to clarify, you you were uh, you went through uh, basic, and then, went, uh, you were yeah, you had a basic. medical discharge, uh-huh. right? I went through basic, and then I came back here. Cause I actually ended up going through that whole bullshit again. I actually graduated through basic, and I got shipped back here. But yeah. I was still depressed and everything, because I was to the point where I, I, everybody was just a fucking asshole in the rings. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm fucking done with this shit. I don't want to be here. Yeah. And I came back here, and, and, you know, I got to my unit and everything. I dealt with them for a little bit, but it mm-hmm. turned, someone was asshole. My, the only person I actually truly liked it was my first sergeant, mm-hmm. Lanford, because he was just like me. He was a good guy and everything, yeah. but everybody hated him, or they was, you know, yeah. be a dick to him or whatnot, which I'm like, you he's the first sergeant, you got respect and mm-hmm. everything. But anyway, he was cool and everything, but everybody else I hated. Yeah. And I was just depressed about that. And I finally started going to therapy. Yeah. When you got out. Uh well yeah. when I went when I was still in. I didn't oh, tell them you still were still in. Yeah, I didn't tell them about it because they've been yeah. like as soon as I how, get, how does going to therapy work when you're in the military? I'm curious. Um I didn't know about it because I went through my mom and dad's insurance. Yeah. And, um, so it was like on your off days, you would yeah, go out and uh-huh. oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my off days and everything, I would go to therapy and everything. And um, 
Well, I didn't tell them about it because before I got there, like the day before I got sorry, there. Sorry to interrupt, but is there, is there no like therapy system when you're in the Marines, like for for someone you to go to that's in? You, they have a whole unit you call is um, 1-800-SUICIDE-WATCH or something like that. But it's just a suicide watch. It's not, it's like if you it's, think you're going to kill yourself, mm-hmm. then basically you and call then, and they put you yeah. on. Yeah. I would and imagine they just like put you on lockdown. They right? put you on lockdown or they'll get you some help. That You'll go to their therapy. You yeah. Know, not that. But, but there's there's no like, uh, like to me there would need to be mm-hmm. an on-site therapist. I think that is something that like the Marines would need. It would be the, for that issue, the guy, my Sergeant Andrew whatnot, he told me, oh yeah, because he didn't know about it. Anyway, yeah. I wouldn't tell nobody. But he said, God. We wanted that he brought this up because the day before I got there from um, my actual IT training right now, mm-hmm. a guy who was in my, that guy put in my unit killed himself the day I yeah the day before I got there. So they were doing oh, yeah. that. And yeah. I'm like, well, shit. I'm having you know thoughts on yeah. that. So I'm like, anyway, they had a bit spilled by and they told me um, for new rings and stuff like that. If you guys have issues, you're dealing with suicide. I don't and his well is like they look. I'm just gonna tell you. If you guys decide to kill yourself, I'm just gonna be on you. A fucking coward. You don't deserve. Yeah. Down on my. Fucking okay. Well. Yeah. So, God damn it! Like, with everything I've learned about mm-hmm. mental health and 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 like the therapy I've been through and all this, everything I've been taught thus far, that is a just terrible, terrible yeah. way to deal with that situation. When if 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 he's talking to somebody who has suicidal thoughts, which is the time he was mm-hmm. with you, he didn't know. But yes, yeah. I'm like okay. Don't talk to him about it. Yeah. At one point, I'm like, okay, I'll go talk to them. You know, I'll make yeah, that. So that's why you sought outside help. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I was supposed to, the guy who I was supposed to go talk to, if I did want to, if I did want to talk to somebody in the Marine, would be the chaplain who was the, basically, priest in the unit. Oh, Lord, yeah. You I wasn't going to talk that. to him. Yeah. I'm like, no, ne- I'm not a religious ne- guy. Yeah, neither me or yeah, and I'm like, I'm not gonna talk to him. He'll probably be like, "Oh, you need to get God or something like that." Yeah, higher power, all mm-hmm. that, all that jazz. Right now, so uh, here's a question: You brought up, I think you brought this up. Uh, so after you dealt with like the therapy, uh, mm-hmm. getting out, so like you went outside of the Marines while you were still in there mm-hmm. to get therapy. What was that like therapy like for you? That was, it was helpful because it gave me a person to talk to. Yeah, it goes. The neutral party that yeah. wasn't in the Marines, yeah. They weren't in the Marines or what? My family, yeah. whatnot. Can I tell my mom and like? Uh, was was he or she? Uh, she was. Um, go ahead, finish. Uh, was he or she? Uh, she um, was she uh, aware that you were in the Marines or like seeking outside mm-hmm. help? Yeah. Yeah, she was. She was aware that I was in the Marines and that and that I was seeking outside help. Yeah. And it was you know doctor comfort you know yeah once I did, yeah, yeah. I, once I want to try and do something like that mm-hmm. yeah. And my, she's like, okay, so we talked. She talked talk about her whole life. She told me about that she had a daughter and all that and family. You know, we talked, and I basically gave her some advice, too, which I was like, because I'm like, life is like a stage, and depending on what stage you're on, you're like, yeah. there. That used to be your mantra for a while. I yeah. You got out for a good little bit. And, and made her think about stuff. She's like, well, that's true. But she gave me some couple method, which was talk yeah. to my family about my issue with them and with Marines and everything. She also was the one that told me to just told her that I could not keep up with everybody up because every time I tried to run a mile and a half, I couldn't breathe or something like that. Because yeah, you have asthma. A- yeah, I got exercise induced asthma. She's yeah. the one who told me, hey, go to the doctor, get checked out. Yeah. If not for her, I would still probably be in the Marines right yeah, now. That's how you got your, your medical mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. 
after you got out of the military, mm-hmm. you were still depressed, mm-hmm. and you then had to seek out uh, more therapy, right? I just, I just kept on going back to her. You kept going back to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, because well, I, uh, uh, I thought this was when you were in, uh, where, where'd you go for marine training? Um, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Jacksonville, North Carolina. I was depressed there, but my depression, I dealt with it until I got back here. And then when yeah. I got back here... Actually, oh, so you, so you didn't actually go to her while you were still in uh, boot camp? No, not boot camp. Okay. When I got back here, I was still reserves at, you know. Yeah, some reserves. You could go back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, you weren't medically discharged yet. No, okay. not yet. And I got back here and I went to therapy with her and everything. Yeah. So, you know. So so after her, after after you were out of the military completely, mm-hmm. were you still, still dealing with it? Not as much, mainly with just um, family issues. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, talked to her about stuff like that. And eventually, I got to the point where I can cope with it by myself. Yeah. So I stopped going to her. Period. Yeah, I stopped going to therapy. Hmm. Um, it's interesting that because a lot of people will say like they'll keep going to therapy even though like even though they think you know because it's a lot of, like you know taking medicine. Mm-hmm. If you stop taking the medicine. It, can you know it stop working because like people take yeah. medicines like oh I'm cured you're not cured and no. the medicine's keeping you mm-hmm. going um so yeah the therapy thing so a lot of people will say like oh I keep going to therapy just so I mm-hmm. keep having someone to talk to even if it's about nothing you know I keep mm-hmm. going to therapy so I have someone to talk to but I'm part. cheap and I don't like spending gas money yeah, so I was like yeah. yeah there's nobody really in Prattville is there. No, I mean there was that one woman. I'm not sure she's still there. I'm not really sure if the um, therapy office is still there. Yeah. But the one I went to was in Prattville. It was yeah. small. She was just got there. She was new. So yeah. I'm like, that would be that'd be awesome if if like, hell, we could maybe start it. I don't even know, but like a, a group um, thing in Prattville mm-hmm. for uh, people that need to you know talk about shit and vent. And I mean that's kind of what I'm I'm trying to do here is with the podcast is give you know other people like anybody again call out to anybody that has dealt with problems if you mm-hmm. have if you have Skype uh, and a decent enough microphone hell if you even just have your computer microphone I might be able to work with it, it just depends mm-hmm. um, uh, and you want to come on and vent and talk about mental health issues free invite to whoever wants to try to come on we can yeah. Skype you in and it'll be fine. Um, might take a little uh, fig- figuring out on my part uh, <laughs> with some technical issues, but you know, again, oh, sorry, hit the table. Um, offer still stands. Yeah, and it'll help you out too. It'll help you feel better at least. Yeah, just venting on mm-hmm. by itself helps you out. Um, and if you try to get people out, you can always like, um, can you say you want some like place in Prattville? Yeah, you gotta get a group of people together. You know, go. Find some place in Prattville. No, yeah. It'd be outside some place in Prattville. Meet up in yeah. the river or something like that, and just have a venting session, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just that would be cool. Uh, anybody listening to us from Prattville that'd be interested mm-hmm. in something like that, let us know. I mean, like right now, I don't have a lot going on, so, so I, mean, I could, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm no therapist. I'm not a doctor or anything. So no. there would be no medical advice or anything. But it would just be a place to vent, and talk, and vent. Yeah, and be among be among people of your own. Yeah, be be amongst your fellow crazies. Yeah, as, as we used to say in Crossbridge, the mental <laughs> facility. There you go. Um, <laughs> um so talking about coping skills, and we talked about uh, you're dealing with depression and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about uh, 
just negative thoughts towards oneself and uh i i definitely have one that uh yeah i got brought up a lot which was i still think i'm too dumb to try to go to college which i'm telling you you're not dumb to not go to college and if you my 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 whole thing is like i don't think it, if i went to a regular college where you had to do the like you know basic you know uh math and stuff like that well, like the, the math arithmetic you know all that you know, stuff you had to do the regular curriculum I, mm-hmm. I don't think i'd be able to pass and i wouldn't want to get through it and also because of my panic attacks mm-hmm. i'm also nervous as shit to go to college because that's where i first started True. having panic attacks was in classrooms um you can always try doing online yeah. and if you do online you you can cheat. Yeah. <laughs> you can get somebody else to do it for you. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I would rather just go to a school. Like, you were talking about Full sale, how they might just be like, mm-hmm. we're going to teach you just, just the basis of what you would want to be doing for your job. Yeah. Uh, is that – did you have you looked into that? or? Um, Cody told me it was in – actually, it's not – it's near Orlando's. Orlando, Florida? Yeah. yeah that's quite a drive. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But yeah. Um. Yeah, that's, that's one of the negative thoughts I've always had. Was like, I'm, I'm too stupid to go to college. One thing I found in life, and I learned this the hard way through many, many experience, is the very first step of anything, anything new to you, is always the fucking hardest. Yeah. But once you get past that first step, you're good. Yeah. It gets easier for then. Once you try. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I look. It's something I want to pursue and look into after I deal with my current, you know, mental state mm-hmm. and bullshit, and make sure I'm not suicidal anymore. Because mm-hmm. uh, last Saturday I had a, a back set, which mm-hmm. is why I uh, a setback rather than a back set. <laughs> yeah, a setback. Uh, and this this is why I'm doing the five days a week therapy thing, which that's a whole other yeah kind of worms bring up, which we can in a little bit. Um, but I had suicidal thoughts again, and mm-hmm. there there was the thought of, like, if I had a gun to my head right now, I don't know if I wouldn't pull the trigger. Yeah. So that's when I decided, okay, screw it, I'm going to therapy five days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go, to, go today because the first day I went, I did not like it, and I just felt like I needed, even after the first day, I just felt like I needed a break. Mm-hmm. It's like six hours, you're sitting there, and there's... An elderly woman. Not the same woman that you had. Yeah, not uh, the same woman. I'm not trying to give names or anybody's personal information mm-hmm. out. Um, and she and she goes, okay, here's some stuff we printed off the internet for you guys to, to teach you about. Not mm-hmm. stuff that we researched and did. Pe- stuff that other people researched and did from Australia. And that's wrong with them being from Australia, but just the fact that they're like, oh, we just... We printed this off the internet, basically like, oh, here's a Wikipedia article mm-hmm. on yeah. on the issues you're dealing with. Like, are you fucking serious? You, you can't come up with your own fucking methods? Nope. Like, that that really kind of Piss you off. pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, and then today, um, I... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I called in. And I just needed a day to myself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to just tell them that. mm they didn't want to tell them, uh, which maybe I even should have, because maybe they would have gotten it if I was like, look, I just need a day. I'm depressed. I, I just, I, I, I can't come in today. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Maybe they would have understood more, but I felt like I needed to have an excuse. So <laughs> I said I I had work with a cousin that I needed to do to have some cash, and they were like, you can't do that. First off, don't tell me what I can and cannot yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. I'm going there voluntarily. Yeah. Um, don't tell me what I can and can't do. 
Um, second, second of all, um, they, uh, they're like, uh, sorry, sorry, I'm kind of blanking for a second. Um, she was saying, uh, you know, if, if you're sick or something, something like that, you can go in, but you've committed to getting help and everything. I'm like, yes, I committed. I mean, but uh, there's also stuff that I need to do, like try to make money and things. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm lying here, but, but still, <laughs> yes, um, so I was like, well, can I go back to the three-day-a-week thing? She's like, no, you've already transferred to PHP. You can't just go back to three-day-a-week. I'm like, well, what if there's just something I need to do, like, that day? Like, oh, there's – I have to help my parents move shit, which might actually come up yeah. sooner than later. And it's like, I can't go today. You're just going to tell me, oh, well, you're discharged now? Because what she told me is, like, if you do this basically enough times, like one or two times, we'll just discharge you and you're gone. I'm like – that's fucked up. That's really yeah. fucked up. I'm just like, you know, you, they would think that they would understand that you have, yes, you're depressed, yes, you, you know, you got issues, but you voluntarily go there. But, you know, it's life. Life is full of shit. Yeah, shit happens. Life's full of shit. And again, I'm lying when I'm telling her that I have something to work with. Yeah. It's the concept. Yeah. But still, they, you know, they would at least be understanding, okay, you can't make it, at least you called yeah. in. Yeah. Maybe if I would have actually called in and said, like, look, I'm just depressed, I'm down, I did not like the class that I went to, I, I just need a day, a day to, to myself. Maybe they actually would have understood more, because that actually relates more to mental health, I don't know. But I felt in the situation that I needed an excuse. Yeah. I don't know. Probably why I made those shoes up, and like, you definitely need to come in because you're feeling depressed. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Probably, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, but piss me off. I'm gonna go ahead and say. It. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the concept. Yeah. Of like, oh, you, you're trying to make money to help out you and your family. Oh, you can't do that. We're gonna discharge you. It basically, you. fuck your family. Here, here's your first warning. Do it again, and we'll get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. No I'm more. Like, no more therapy for you. Like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> that just. Speaking of mood swings, um. Moving on up. There is a, a chance, I think, uh, going through therapy. I don't know yet, but uh, I haven't been diagnosed or anything, but there there is signs that I might be bipolar. I mean, because of it explains a lot. Yeah, you've seen how my depression Goes. ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like a fucking roller coaster. It'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be happy as a bird in the morning, and then going into the afternoon, like nothing will really change, like mood like, yeah. or uh, uh, situational wise. But I would just be down and in the dumps. I'll even have things like, "Oh, we're going out to do this," and I'm like, "Yeah, let's go do yeah. that." And then when, when it comes time, it's just like, I don't, I don't want to fucking do it, guys. I'm yeah. laying in bed. Yeah. So these like massive mood swings that I get, um, especially with depression. Yeah. So there's like signs of bipolarism, which at first my doctor wasn't really listening to. Then I kind of I, I brought up bipolarism and everything. Of course, he wants to keep me on the meds that I'm on now to make sure that they are working and see if they have a good effect and everything. Um, but there's also me getting frustrated of like, well, he's not, he's not even letting me talk about it. Or mm -hmm. He's not, he's not listening to what I'm trying to say. And I got really frustrated. So the next time I saw him, all I said was, yeah, my depression has these ebbs and flows and, you know, I have these big mood swings of depression mm -hmm. and like high, really high highs and really low lows, like, uh, 
really frequently and infrequently. It's, it's really weird, like, trying to bring it up in that way mm-hmm. um, to make him see kind of where I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he upped my Prozac to 80 milligrams. So, like, now I have more depression medication, which I've been on that for two days now. I haven't noticed a difference, but it can take time, of course. It, it, it can take a month or more mm-hmm. to really be able to notice uh, the difference in your medication. Uh, so... That's another tip. If someone, if you get put on a medication, you have to give it a while, people, before you d- don't just take it for like a day or a week and be like, oh, this shit doesn't work, and like stop taking it. It yeah. takes a month or more to really get into your system and you to get used to it to see if it works. Now, if you are immediately having ill side effects, like I did with Paxil, yeah, Paxil fucked me up. Paxil made me feel like I was having panic attacks all the time mm-hmm. and that I was going through drug withdrawals. Yeah, you need to get off that shit. Yeah, so if, if that stuff like starts happening, get off it. Go uh-huh. to your doctor and say, like, I can't take this anymore. I need something else. This is terrible. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, don't just disregard Paxil again because, like, it didn't work for me. It does not mean it's, gonna, it's not going to work for you. Everyone's brain is different. Yeah. Um, it's all trial and error with mental health. That's one of this the big true. things that I've learned. Um, it's all just trial and error. You know, uh, one thing might work for somebody, mm. one thing might not work for another. Uh, and you know what? I think that's what we're going to end this podcast today. It's just All right. well, trial and error. Next time, you'll have a poem and everything for me. Yeah, and next time we will get, next time Stephen's on, we'll have a poem from Stephen himself to to a little a little therapeutic out, output from him mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In, in a poetic format. Um, hey, I'll try. Yeah. They're not that great, but i try. Yeah. So, uh... As usual, this is uh, Going Mental, episode two. Uh, I don't know. We're probably going to call call this uh, <laughs> Trial and Error. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, you can email us at uh, goingmentalpod uh, at gmail.com. That's goingmentalpod at gmail.com. Or you can just follow me at Phil Medieval, M-E-D-I-E-V-A-L. That's how you spell medieval, not how people usually think it's spelled. Phil Medieval. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I'll post uh, a bunch of stuff about you know the podcast and everything. I don't have a Twitter page for it. I just I don't feel like having to deal with two tw- Twitter pages. So you can follow me there, and mm-hmm. that's where we get all the updates and everything. And we are on iTunes now. Awesome. We're on iTunes. So all you Apple users, um, go to the iTunes. We're free, of course. Uh, download the podcast and listen to it. Um, we'd really appreciate it. And also any any ideas, submissions, uh, if you want to try to be on the show to talk about or vent about the topics that, you know, what's bothering you. Give it, give us a shout-out, you know, or, or give us a shout uh, at Twitter or mm-hmm. the email, wherever, and we'll try to see if we can get you on. I mean, hey. so this is open open forum, basically, yeah. for people. Yep, we're always looking for more people. Yeah, and I'm trying to get, uh, you know, different people. Like I have calling on last time, I had you on this mm-hmm. time. Uh, trying to get, you know, different people on to talk about their experiences and what they've dealt with there you go uh, as well as you know and i learned from that you learn from me mm-hmm. and, you know we all learn from each other so anyways guys this has been going mental episode two you guys have a relaxing day Ooh.